0: This show is brought to you by the generous donations of our show sponsors Matt Lewis, Laura Pickren, Irene Fiorito, Daryl Delaney, Nico Batson, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, John Carey, Jessica Smith, the Cam Family, Charles Compton, and David Scrams, as well as all of our generous patrons. Radio. Your Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a DD and d 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time?
1: We went to Maristikana's party and made it inside. Drakir was very rude. We found a bad bottle of wine, and we made it into the dungeon.
2: Got past a couple of baddies, didn't we? Without having to tangle with them? Yeah. Fooled them?
1: We fooled them. And then we fought one. Yes. And then...
3: Uh, Drakir used locate object to find the things we're looking for.
1: Indeed. And of course, one of them is where we don't want it to be. Not that any of us were surprised. No.
0: Okay. Well, yes, uh, last we left you, you were in the kind of receiving room past the locked door where the glyph of true sight caused the fire war forge to attack, um, Just a reminder for you all, Um, there are six doors in the room, two to the north, two to the south, and two to the east. One of the east, or two to the west, I'm sorry. One of the westerly ones is the one you entered through. And what direction is what we're looking for? Um, The
3: stones are 60 feet west and 30 mm -hmm. feet below us.
0: Right. And I guess I could give you a bit more specificity. Um, the two doors to the north are wooden. The one door on the west that you didn't enter through is wooden. One of the southern entries is wooden, and one is an archway.
1: Uh, I think Dex would just walk to each of them and check them for traps to see and many of them were protected okay. by other means. So, I just kind of go in a circle, starting sure. with the left or most northern door? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that check is a 17. Uh, you do not see any traps. Next door, 23. No traps. I mean, let's just face back. So I'm going to pass all these checks. Yeah, 24. No traps. 26. No traps. Natural 20. And no, the
0: yes. arch- the archway does not have any door base traps. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it was worth
1: the roll for it. Okay, um... So, just, what would you like to introduce? Because yeah. Of
3: your,
0: um,
1: what
3: did we already take care of?
1: <laughs> uh, gosh, I always get national 20s on checks, never in combat. And
0: before you on the table, Randy and Jeff, you're the only ones that can see it. I have a printed out map uh, to replicate what Ickletarn gave you.
1: Would you like me to take a photo of it and send it to you? Sure.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna send you just the source file, but then realized I made modifications to it, and that wouldn't work. And I wasn't smart enough to think to just you know take a picture and send it to you. So good job, Jeff. I can even scan well, it.
3: while while Dex is checking all the doors, Beric would like to take out the spell shard that has the schematic of the building in it. And I like to imagine that this is the the Eberron equivalent of the uh, the Tom Clancy's The Division yeah. thing, right? <laughs> um. So, pulls out his, his spell shard, opens up the AR schematic, and I just like to start to plot a course to where Drakir has located the stones um, so that I know which what our most direct route is. What, what, sorry, Ra- Randy's,
1: Randy's an old woman in church. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, I gotta take my medicine. <laughs> at least half of one for now, and then I'll make some more noise later. (laughs) I'm trying to be quiet.
0: You were just having this great, descriptive moment, and I hear in my right ear,
2: (laughs) Oh, the bottle is so big, I just stick them in, you know, the cops don't pull me over, kind of packaging. Uh,
3: See, I wasn't hearing anything, so all I was seeing was, was Eric and Jeff gradually failing to, to maintain a straight face. Keep her
0: composure. Okay. So, um, from what you can see, looking at the spell shard schematic that Icoltarn gave you,
3: um,
0: the direction of the stone... Do you want to know the stones or the orb, or both?
3: The stones were substantially closer, so I would start with that.
0: Okay. Um, With the stones... Okay, so you pull out the spell shard uh, with the math that Ickletarn gave you, and what you can see... uh, Did you want to know the location of the stones or the orb?
3: Well, we found the location uh, as far as the direction from us and the distance. I want to essentially use, the, since we have a, an accurate map, I want to use that to chart the most direct course uh, to the stones at this point, since they were a lot closer to us.
0: Okay. So with the stones, from what you can see, um, the location lies to the west yeah sixty
3: um, feet west, thirty feet down.
0: but from what you can see, um the looking at the map that you have, the westernly door will actually take you to the northern branch um so actually going taking hey, hang on we're looking at a map with no compass rows
1: so' yes. north Sorry. yes, <laughs> okay
0: yeah Randy, for the you top of you, the, what
1: the
3: top what room are we in on this map?
0: Of, the very center one with the five doors the one that so you came right, in is not represented upside. on the map.
1: Um, okay. And I and Philip, I sent you the photo oriented properly by the lock of Excellent. everything. Yeah. Yes. North is top for you.
0: So, um, taking looking at the map, taking the southern door, not archway, would be mm-hmm. the way to get to the western section of Merrick's vault. And from gauging, like looking at the the stairs and everything, that is the quote unquote second floor. Whereas you all are on, if you're counting down. Uh, right. So, you all are on the top floor. That's the next floor down. Okay. Um, the, just to give you a, a holistic description looking at the map that I've provided for you, the northern branch is on the same level. You don't go down or up. The uh, eastern branch um, is two levels down, and the southern branch is um, the, the bottom one. And from what you can see, the archway leading south leads you to an elevator that will take you down to that level. Okay, that's what that is. Yes. Okay. So so to get to the stones, which is the closest, you need to take the southern door, not archway. Got it.
1: Okay. Um I still have a 20 in my pocket. Yes. That I probably need to use before like you won't just let me save it for an opportune moment. Uh I I mean, honestly, is it way too much to ask with a 20 that we just are able to make it to that stairway in the western section without much incident, like we go um, into that we go into that south door, and we get to the stairway through. So that'd be going through two doors without getting my butt handed to me by some sort of ice shard.
0: Yeah, I'd be okay with letting that happen. All
1: right, cool. So um, the because nothing was gonna happen anyway. I know. <laughs> well, can we, we can look around and. Just, we go through one door that we know is safe, and we look around in the room that sits through the So, this, oh.
0: whereas uh, normally this door leading to the south would be locked, you, oh, when you were checking for traps, see that somebody stupidly left their key in the door. So, you're able to easily unlock it without having to fiddle with that. Is it a master and now key? And now we have a key.
1: Is it a master key?
0: Um, You could try it on another door. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's a lot of doors in this place, but it'd be silly to have them all keyed differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So we made it through the first door. We're in that southern room, now. and
0: you just see a simple wooden door on the, um, on the westernly wall. Okay. Um, in this room, you don't see much. It seems to be stores. So, uh, for those times when Merrick's maybe down here for a while, there are like grain and just general foodstuffs down here, uh, for him to be supplied with while he works, and that seems to be what this room functions for. A hey,
1: uh, Dracere. <clears throat> would it be uh, would it be too much to ask of you or just simply to expect for you to kinda look for magic things in every room we end up in? I think that I feels like the smart move. Uh
3: yes, I can detect magic here. And he will. He can detect magic at will, so he does.
0: Uh you don't detect any magic in this room. It seems to be pretty mundane. Um you do well Here's to be food. You do sense uh there's one one of the smaller bags, you uh, sense magic emanating from it.
1: Actually, you know, not for nothing, but in the right hands, food can be pretty magical, and drinkier. I know, uh, I don't know. I know you guys don't have a lot of uh, produce down there, but uh, <laughs>
3: they boil everything in Kyber. It's gross. Yeah, but um.
1: <laughs> uh, man, I tell you, there's some real good. You
3: decadent surface tra- dwellers become weak on your plenty of grain.
1: <laughs> now, t- <laughs> to be fair, it is canon that Dex does not eat decadently. <laughs> He just likes to eat. But by Drakir standards, you eat decadently, I think is what he's saying. Yeah, well, by Drakir's standards, <laughs> a lot of things are off. Uh, uh,
3: Drakir walks over to one of the smaller bags, and uh, I'd like to inspect that bag cool. carefully okay. uh, to make sure that it's not going to explode if I mess with it.
0: Okay. Um, so give me a... Um, e- the magic you detected is Transfiguration, I believe. Um, it's a mimic. The bag's a mimic. Tran- transmutation? Or transmutation, yes. Um, but you can give me a... So you wanted to handle it
3: delicately as to not make it explode? Uh, in fact, I might go so far as to kind of poke <laughs> at it with something other than my hand first. Okay. Um, he grabs a baguette. Sorry. Um, so if there's you know if there's a broom or something in here, Drakir picks it up and kind of nudges the bag lightly, okay, while staying as far back as he can.
0: Um, okay, yes, you nudge the bag lightly and nothing happens. Um, Why
2: you play with bag for? Yeah, what are you doing
1: over there?
3: There is something in this one. It is faint. Uh, does the bag? I mean, touching the bag. What's it seem like? It's full of.
0: Is it? Um, it appears to be full of uh, ondarian grain, which is noted for being better, basically.
3: Um, okay. They use magic and, in the soil. Yeah. Okay. So it's G- just it's just fancy. It's just like mage right grain. Yep. Yeah, just okay. Oh. It is just the grain. This grain is faintly <laughs> magical, but
0: genetically magical organisms, man. Just ruining the simple
1: farmer. Um <laughs> it's, it's
0: make
2: good food. Make good food. Yeah, I mean that sounds fun. you think Yeah,
1: Booyah, Booyah wants that. And I I fully support taking some magical grain. Get some okay. what wo- make some wonder bread.
0: <laughs> uh Booyah, you kind of greedily go over there and Come go on. to grab some grain out of the bag and you go full shoulder deep into the bag. Uh, I just Yes, so you are shoulder deep in this bag of grain, which your hand seems to be down deeper than the bottom of the bag would normally go.
2: Something wrong with, with bag food, the grain. <laughs> well, you might need some help.
1: You know, Booyah's small, so Dex probably doesn't notice that it's particularly <laughs> bigger on the inside.
2: And Booyah's reaching back are, with his hand like somebody grabbed me. With
3: somewhat academic curiosity to see what will happen.
1: De- Dex asks, are you, are you stuck in there, or is it just your hand keeps going? No, you can pull your arm back out. It's a grain bag of holding.
2: So Booyah pulls his what? arm back out. Mm-hmm. This bag, kind of like Booyah bag, maybe.
1: Wait, which Booyah
2: bag? Booyah, Booyah bag where it can pull stuff out and help sometimes. Yeah. Right,
3: but, but this one this one doesn't have strange and random things in it. It's just grain, right?
2: Yeah, that's all Booyah feel. I mean, it sounds like... That's not all I felt.
1: I mean... Are any of us really surprised that a man with this sort of means as Merrick's St. wouldn't have some sort of unending supply of whatever he wants? So
3: yeah, that's fair enough.
1: Yeah, let's move on. You we,
3: know, we've got we've got a bag of holding, so right. We don't need a bag, of grain.
1: and who knows? This would not just be enchanted for grain. <laughs> we
3: don't. We don't need a grain sack of holding. Right. It's not really hey, real convenient to it? carry around. It it's
1: a
0: normal bag of holding. That
3: oh, wait. I'm sorry. It looked I I. I was picturing a sack.
1: No, it's, it's
3: that was it's a bag of for a storage. Oh
1: well, in that case, I would like to dump it out and grab it. Okay.
2: Um, well, Why you take booyah? I already have one. Okay, fine. You take that
1: after, and I don't dump it all out. I do leave a couple scoops for booyah to play around with later. Um, okay. Well, after I'm concerned
3: about the possible volume of grain that you're about to dump out into this room with um, us. I just it's
1: it's nice. not as big as the room. We're not going to drown in the grain here. I mean, how
3: do you know?
1: Because. Don't we know how much a bag of holding can hold? We know how much our bag of holding holds. Okay, well, do do we know that Dex has agency to stop dumping it out when it starts to get shifty? He can be like, oh, I suppose I can hold on to some of this grain.
3: I never know when Dex will decide <laughs> if something is a bad
2: idea. Or Booyah, for that matter. Well, I mean,
1: by and large, Dex stops. The, uh, Dex's bad idea threshold is will it kill me, which is more than we can say for Beric. <laughs> Oh, we have fun. So when Drakir does detect magic, does Barrack just light up like the beacons at Gondor? <laughs> I just thought about that. So Philip, I was telling them I couldn't find my dice bag, but luckily I just bought that a pound of dice from Chessix for my classroom. So I let, so I like Ferris pick some pick some for me to play with tomorrow. And I walked in, I like just handed him the bag, and I walked in. I had like nine D 12s and like no D sixes. <laughs> it's like, well, this isn't exact. So I, I modified a bit, but I still have two, four, six, eight D 10s on my table right now. And I never use D 10s, but I just couldn't put them all back. I couldn't really to put them all back.
0: Okay, Dex. So you upturn the bag of holding and after a stupid amount of time, uh, this nine foot by 12 foot foot room now has seven inches of grain on the floor Across the entire room,
1: as you dump the entirety, okay, hang on, Dex would have stopped after the pile got like let's say mid shin on him he'd have been he'd have been like not not the not the seven inches thing like if the, if that pile gets to like three feet around and, and like up to his knee, he's gonna go, there's plenty of room in here,
3: okay, so the uh <laughs> the part where we wanted it to not be particularly noticeable that we'd come through here.
2: That but yeah, That that's done. That over. I'm what? not pick up grain.
1: <laughs> oh wait a second! Oh, all right. <laughs> no 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 no! I I forgot that the explosion in the other room was an implosion. I thought we'd already, no, we have wrecked the joint. The other room's been wrecked. Remember?
3: Right, but this is still leaving a very peculiar trail.
1: Well, okay. I'm not gonna. I won't dump out any more grain. Okay. As we continue, <laughs> as we continue throughout the dungeon,
2: <laughs> you not no more. Grain. I appreciate that. I guess.
1: Look, it's done. I'm not. It, it's literally out of the bag. I can't. Yes. Put
3: no, it, I it understand.
1: So, uh, sorry, I'm not talking like Dex. I'm. I'm trying. To, this is Jeff justifying things to Philip, where it needs to be. <laughs> it needs to be decked, justifying things to drink here. Um, Baric. No, Barrick. or Barrack. Pardon me. Both, both probably both time. yeah any any hoozle.
3: Drakir is just staring at you with withering disdain
1: <laughs> I take that same broom that uh that Drakir used to poke the sack and I start sweeping the grain behind the barrels of whatever dry stock is in there kind of so it's it's less it's less noticeable and I start to bear and I say are you happy now well no probably not but is that better <laughs> I mean it's, and I did it How long
3: did, how long did we just stand there? Oh, while you swept a three foot pile of grain <laughs> Second. With, a, with a broom.
1: Uh, oh, less, less <laughs> It was a big push broom. I didn't mention that. I was in my that was in my 20s tw- from was earlier. <laughs> uh, that there was a large push broom,
3: a, a gigantic snow shovel. Remember that
2: black how you magnetically attracts 30. grain, <laughs> and I.
0: Remember how you all used your 20 for a quick, easy path to this next room? <laughs>
2: no, no.
1: I didn't, I didn't. I never. No, I never said quick. <laughs> just easy. So, anyway.
0: Because that's what this has been easy.
1: So, Dex does that real quick, sweeps a bunch of it up. Or just, you know, how you can spread it out, make it look like there's less of it. Um, anyhow.
2: Maybe big rat come.
1: Probably. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> look at that big rat over there.
2: There's a big rat right there.
1: God, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Now Dex walks to the west <laughs> door. Okay, <laughs> and it is also not trapped because that was part of me. But is it locked?
0: Um, no. Uh, that's part of your twenty. Is, is that okay. you're still on that path? That um, so it seems like this door has been stuck for a while, but you're able to just shoulder into it and it swings open pretty easily. Um, and you see before you, um, that this immediately there's a hallway that turns to the left as you can see on your map mm-hmm. and stairs leading straight and then turning left heading down.
1: Well, we can see that the hallway leading to the left is just one big long straight shot back to the North sector. So yep. I usher everyone through the door and then I shut the door so as to not leave a trace of where we've been. <laughs> and then I start walking <laughs> down the stairs.
0: Good. Okay. So there is no doorway into this next room. Um, that um you you see some writing on a wall as you walk into this room um someone has scrawled has anyone seen my invisible cloak on one of the walls in what seems to be some form of graffiti or it doesn't look like officially written there um what a clever little joke it had made yeah um you also begin to hear the sounds of ghostly wailing echoing around. Drakir
3: still has detect magic on. Do I see a cloak shaped magical aura in the room?
1: You, you do not. <laughs> I assumed as soon as you saw that, Drakir was going to check. Okay, uh, well, Dex ain't afraid of no ghost. He's had. That's not, <laughs> the, the banshee is technically a I ghost, was right?
3: There's evidence to the contrary. I, well, is t- easily terrified by ghosts. I forgot
1: the banshees are technically ghosts.
3: Uh, also, the little girl that made you
1: squeal—that was—that was just general startle. It wasn't because she was a ghost. Mm-hmm. And then I made friends with them, and sent them on their very way to to, to avenge their deaths in whatever bloody <laughs> fashion they needed to. Anyway, ghosts, cool. Um, I mean, I can I detect traps down this portion of the stairwell? We can see. Um.
0: Sure. Yeah, give me a perception check. And just to clarify, ghostly wailing, I mean, it, it's not it's not like crying or like Ooh. it's it's more sounds of
1: duress and oh, okay. like, it's,
2: it's it's in this room.
1: No, you hear it echoing about. It's just
2: echoing about.
1: It's probably just a speaker system to scare people. But Eric, if you could give us a few more examples of what it's not.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I thank you and the listener. Thanks you anyway. So it's per-
2: not really pinpointable. Can't pinpoint. No. What Checking about.
1: for traps off the table. Fifteen. You do not detect any traps, man. You know, yeah, I got a plus eleven to that bad boy, and I roll a fifteen. I roll a four. Ugh. Uh, uh, oh, it's a bummer, man. I want to roll high. That's kind of how this game goes. Well, anyway, so yeah, there's no traps. So I start walking so, down the stairs.
3: Uh, Anything in the room?
1: Uh, just that writing on the wall.
0: Um, okay. You get the sense that um, there there's normally things stored, like you see kind of the outline where dust may have settled, um, except for where there are pedestals and podiums and things like that. Um, so you get the sense that this may be the storage area for some of the things that are on display at the gala. Ah. Uh,
1: hmm. Which would explain why the door hadn't been opened in some time.
0: It was stuck. I'm just kidding. Was, uh, you know these old vaults. The stone shifts. The doors get stuck a little. The ghosts play tricks. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> all right. Shadows dance in the moonlight.
1: So, so if you were already if we were already in that room, and I was mistaken, was that trap check for the door leading west, or was that just for the room in general? I'll let you use the 15 for that door. Yeah. Okay. Is it locked. Um, no, it is open. Good, because like the greatest enemy Dex has is locks. Apparently. <laughs> okay. So, I open it. We see the big long hallway. You walk down there. this
0: long hallway. Um, would you like to check for traps as you walk down this hallway?
1: I feel like... Can we just assume the one-two punch of check for traps, detect magic every time we open a door or turn a corner? We that can, seems reasonable. We can assume, but I need rolls. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, All right. So, yeah, that's a... Peter
3: will maintain detect magic when he doesn't need to use his concentration for something else.
1: And I just rolled a 30 on detect traps for this leg of the hallway. <laughs> okay. So, you... Your eagle eyes activate,
0: um, and you do not detect any traps. Dix
1: Dix has that predator vision.
0: Yeah. Um, And Drakir, you do not detect anything magical as you uh, make your way down the hall. Okay. Um, As you curve around, you see an archway um, that leads into that room. All the way here? Yeah. Okay. Um, So... Everyone give me perception checks.
2: 28. 17.
3: 21 for Drakir. And uh, 15 for Barak.
0: Okay. Um, Drakir and Dex. You um, detect, or rather, see, not detect. um, You see a shadowy figure that like glances over its shoulder as you round the corner, clearly hearing you all walk down the hallway, and it kind of sidesteps away out of your view. But uh, you saw but, it move for a brief moment. Was it magical? Um you did detect magic as it How big a fella is it? Humanoid in size. Okay.
1: I um I'm not gonna call out to it. I'm just gonna turn around and be like, maybe I'll see that.
2: Hello, boy, I see nothing but butts in front Wait, of the boy. Did that really happen?
3: <laughs> did hello really happen? No no no, 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 that was Eric.
0: You do still hear the wailing, though. Is it coming from the shadowy figure? Um, You don't get that sense, but it is
1: getting louder. All right, Um, right. I'm not going to say that I'm not unsettled by this, but we got to keep pushing forward, right? Now that we are where we are, Can we have a better, like, based on this map, we have come around to where the stones are actually going to be reoriented. They're going to be on the east of us now. Yes. So can we get a better idea north, south, east, west where they are so we don't go wandering into rooms we don't need to where there might be shadowy figures and wailing ghosts?
0: Is locate object for you an at will, J'Hir?
3: Oh, no.
1: Okay, well, then we don't want to do that, do we?
3: No. We don't want to use all of J'Hir's spell slots to just radar it
1: no, I honestly I honestly didn't realize that we were using the locate object to do that. I'd forgotten what the mechanic was that allowed us to know where they were. Didn't yep. know we're not gonna of course not.
3: I mean, what we did was when we cast locate object, we pulled up that schematic and we made note of, right. uh, of the location. So we should have and um, should have a pretty solid idea of w- at
1: least what room they're in.
3: You've got you've gotten to the easterly side
0: of them. So Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, like we know we need to I mean, everything is to the west of us right now. Anyway, everything we can see. Mm-hmm. So we're standing in the archway. I mean, I go into the room with uh, my ready okay. to ready to defend myself if it is required of me. Um, and I will make a perception check around the room to see what's in there. Okay, as you walk into the room, give me just a moment. Okay, give me just a moment. Is is Eric's version of Chris Witts suddenly? Like, we know something's about to happen.
0: (laughs) Okay. um,
3: Let's go ahead and roll initiative.
2: 24.
3: 17 for Dukir, 10 for Barak. 29. Okay, Dex, you are up first.
0: So, as you enter the room, um, glancing around, you look to your right, and you see... Um, out of the shadow of this room, a mind flayer leap out to attack you. Oh my gosh. Okay. What
3: does Drakir see? Who's a few paces behind him?
0: You see a mind flayer leap out and attack. Okay, yep. Um, Drakir sees five mind flit. No, <laughs> um, uh, but you are at the top of the initiative, and since you passed your perception, mm-hmm. you it does not have you do not have the surprise condition so you can go ahead and act i don't think i can be surprised anyway oh yeah that's
1: right um i guess i'm gonna hit it with my ribbon weave okay i mean i hate to think that i'm attacking the mayor of a town but it, it, uh i attack <laughs> <laughs> i mean it could be it could be the mayor of wherever the heck we were come to visit for the gala got lost in the Vault? Governor, mayor, whatever he is. Oh, oh. Graywall. Oh. Fellas, <laughs> you have to remember that I don't know things. I went the best I could, okay? <laughs> You're the one- <laughs> I was counting on you to pick up on where I was heading. I was just uh, very confused.
2: Yeah, I was very. <laughs> sure.
1: Anyway, it's a 25 to hit the mayor. <laughs> That's a hit. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. I believe. made up for that. <laughs> I rolled an 8 on my d8 and then three ones on 3 of my d6s. So that's 8, 13, uh, 14, 15, 16, 23 points of damage. And then I. Is he right in the archway on me? um but, Like he was running. I was just coming through the archway and he was running toward me, right? Yeah. Okay then I would like to use my... I, I don't have to disengage, um, so I'm going to use my movement to run 40 feet. The room's not 40 feet. <laughs> I'm going to use my movement to run across the room. Uh, I see there's a doorway there. I don't want to go to the doorway, just kind of... Okay. ...to draw him back away from the archway so some of the other guys can get in if they want to. And uh, Okay. Um, so, yeah,
0: you, you sprint fast, um, and once you're in the room, you can also see... Uh, kind of flanking behind mm. this mind flare are two um, quadrupedal brains. What? Um, that are hopping on the ground behind the mind flare, like, of keeping like, up. adorably, like some sort of puppy. I mean, disconcertingly, they are <laughs> brains with legs. So, um, yes, it is now Booyah's turn.
2: Okay, can so, I?
0: you can see the mind flare from where you see you're the at.
2: mind flayer? All right. Booyah's gonna take a shot. Gonna headshot. There's a mind flare. I don't like those guys. Booyah don't like either.
1: I just looked up a picture of a brain with legs. I'm not gonna read what they are because I don't. Dex doesn't know. I just wanted to see what I'm seeing. And yep. Booyah's cool gonna
2: shoot it in the head.
1: Okay, so you roll
0: with
2: disadvantage. That's 21. Okay. And that's 19.
0: That is a hit. So, it is as if you have cashed Banishment on it. So, he gets a saving throw. And what is your spellcasting modifier? Uh,
2: DC fifteen.
0: He rolls a six. No, 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 no. Ten. It's six, ten. Sixteen. So, um, you do still get to roll damage on him. Yeah, he has still been shot in the head. Yes, that is that is factual.
2: Uh, what is he considered? Is he humanoid?
0: He's an aberration.
2: Well, that's so that works too. That's 14 damage. Okay. And my second attack, I'm going to sharpshoot to try to hit him. 25. Hit. That is... 32 points of damage. Oh my God. Whoa, whoa, what what? Sharpshooter. You have gives a me- plus twenty to your damage? It's plus twenty because he's a favorite enemy in oh. sharpshooting. Sharpshooting's plus ten to damage.
0: Because you take the minus
2: Because I take a minus to my attack roll.
0: So you Minus
2: five to my attack. My attack was plus seven. I rolled to eighteen.
0: Yeah, no. But I'm so your damage modifier
2: And I have two D six from the the book or for whatever I got the two d six for the minor bonus thing or whatever we did.
0: You got the extra d six.
2: Yep. So against favorite enemies, it's two d six plus twenty.
0: The plus twenty is where I'm befuddled. Okay uh,
2: my my normal damage is two d six plus six. Okay. Okay. And add the sharp shooting that gives me a plus ten, so that's sixteen. Favorite enemy is plus four, so that makes it 20. Okay. If it's wrong, let me know, because I've been playing wrong the whole time. <laughs> I mean, the,
1: the math holds up if the, if you've got the interpretation of the rules right. That part I know. I can do the adding. <laughs> okay. So, 32 points You're of damage.
2: cut some of that out?
1: <laughs> this is definitely... Maybe w-
2: leave it in for the listeners. <laughs> I don't need to 30 And I rolled two sixes, so
1: i mean this is definitely one of those eric expected this to be harder (laughs) encounters i mean it could still be hard he hasn't acted yet um but he's hurt that's for sure yeah yes he is he is not feeling
0: great uh drakir it is your turn
3: i mean drakir's only got a plus five to his damage so i don't know (laughs) what i'm doing wrong uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, range. yeah.
1: Drak- <laughs> Drakir doesn't have all sorts of awesome things to do. That's for sure.
3: No, I got I got plenty of dice to roll. That's where Drakir's damage comes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, Drakir will activate his Slayer's Eye on the Mind Flayer. Um, this should cause me to immediately learn any vulnerabilities, immunities, resistances. Uh, basically, I just want to know does the things that I immediately know about it from my Slayer's Eye read that we're really seeing a Mind flare, not a, not some kind of illusion?
0: Uh, from everything that you can tell, you are seeing a Mind flare.
3: Okay. Just wanted to check that. Alright, so that's my uh, bonus action. And then uh, he will... Uh, Charge in with the um, the giant forged flame tongue longsword uh, and attack twice. First attack is twenty two. That is a hit.
1: Second attack is more. So, um, all right. Who fought the mind flayer last time? Was it Dex Theradak and Drakir? Yes. Uh, Way back in the back in the early thirties of episodes. I yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. Could You throw four dice on this attack, and two of them came up ones. Uh, that's going to be 17 damage, some of which is fire, if that matters. Okay, and our, I'm sorry, what weapon are you using for this? I'm using the giant's longsword. Okay.
0: Uh, um, so just narratively, uh, Drakir being right behind where Dex used to be, steps up and swipes twice with this flaming longsword, and the mind flayers robes that are underneath its breastplate just catch on fire as it begins wailing and trying to pat itself out as because it seems like something he would do. Jirk here in one final motion, brings the longsword around and chops the Mind Flayer's head off.
3: Oh, okay, so I killed it with my first attack?
0: No. Well, oh, that was just your first attack's worth of damage? Yes. Yeah.
3: What do you mean, whoa? That was half of one of Randy's attacks. I know. <laughs> that was
2: the max he could do. <clears throat> Uh,
3: Perfectly. So, if that, if the first attack finishes off the mind flayer, then I will redirect the second attack uh, to one of the drakirnos intellect devourers. Okay. Uh, So he carries through right, right through the neck of the of the mind flayer and uses the momentum to pivot around and uh, hack into the one of the intellect devourers. Uh, And I assume that my second attack roll of 26 hits an intellect devourer. It does, in fact. That's good. Uh, can I move my... Well,
0: if you're multi-attacking, then this is a single action, so I think That's you true. have to I'm... do it all...
3: Yeah, okay. So I don't have my slayer's eye on this thing. Okay. Um, Ugh ten damage some of which is fire if that matters. two ones and a three on that
1: roll. Oof. We're rolling a lot of damage one, well, not yes. Randy. So you you <laughs> slash
0: <laughs> you slash at the uh, the intellect devourer and it man- it takes some of the slice but it manages to roll with the sword so as the momentum to not cut through it. Um yep. and now it is barracks turn.
1: Oh. Man, we're putting a hurting on these guys before they get a chance to do anything. You are, in fact, I like it. <laughs> they, you know, but they—they've been down in this dungeon for who knows how long. Vitamin D deficiency can really slow you down.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> oh, except for clearly, except for Jarkir. <laughs> uh he must take supplements.
3: Since the Mind Flayers down, Beric is going to stay in the hallway and uh, launch a couple of Eldritch Blasts. So, first one at the Intellect well, Devourer that Drakir has just hurt. You can't see the Intellect Devourers from the hallway. Oh, then I'll so, step into the room. Okay. Is there space for me to step into the room? Yes,
0: the Intellect Devourers were
3: like <laughs> uh, like five feet behind the Mind flayer, so. Oh, I see. Okay, so I'll step so, into the room and, and back a little bit towards where Dex did. So then, did,
1: did Beric see Drakir swing at something but couldn't see what it was? Or does Beric think everything's fine and is coming into this room <laughs> like, wow, you guys took care of that pretty quick. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. And so he'll reform that shadow bow and launch at one of the mind, uh, one of the intellect devourers. Oh, that was on a 20 and then it rolled. Ugh. Uh, that's that's 11. That's a miss. Okay, and then second blast is a natural 20. Hey! We did it! Yeah, well, you Hooray. did it. Hooray! So, uh...
0: Is this the same one that Drakir attacked? Oh.
3: Yes. Okay. This is Eldritch Blast... Uh, that is 19 force damage. Okay.
0: That intellect devour just takes the full brunt of that blast and explodes. Sending Lovely. Brain bits everywhere.
1: Luckily, uh, my cloak is that's... always clean. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my turn. So okay. there's one intellect devourer
0: left so um this one is going to um it sees all the bad things but drakir being the one that killed its master um it is going to target drakir drakir i need a um intelligence saving throw
2: okay oh, God. oh. Oh yeah, God.
1: Oh God. yeah. <laughs> we gotta kill this thing before it has a chance to look at decks. Oh, no, wait. Never mind that dagger. I'm good. <laughs> Some ardor now. Two. Boy. Good.
0: Okay, so... Good. Um, Drakir is firstly going to take 16 points of psychic damage mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. your mind is invaded by an outside force. What's your intelligence score?
3: Uh, I keep looking at the wrong character sheet. 11. It rolled a
0: 10 on its 3d6 roll. If it equaled or got greater than your intelligence score, Drakir's intelligence would have dropped to zero. Wow. What becomes of one when their intelligence drops to comatose? Zero? Oy. So. Cool. Um so yeah, Drakir, your mind reels as you just feel this piercing invasion of a, another another sentient creature's mind invading your own and trying to take over. Mm-hmm. Um it is Oh. And now it's going to leap at Drakir. With its claws. Excellent. Eleven. No. Okay. So, Drakir manages to recover from the piercing pain in his brain, and this thing leaps up trying to scratch at Drakir's face and swats it away. Dex. I'm
1: going to hit this brain dog. (laughs) Twenty-twenty. Twenty-twenty? Yes, I saw it. (laughs) I saw it so clearly that I hit it. It's a 20, and it, uh, you. Awesome. Yeah,
2: Not that one, still.
1: Okay, so that's 13, 17, 19, 25, 31 points of damage. Are you using the ribbon weave? Well, yeah,
2: Doug. Okay. Well, give him um. a hard time about getting these out. <laughs> he did more than I did. I rolled He did one six. less
0: than you in fact, and and I rolled six dice to do it.
1: (laughs) And he only gets to do it once. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, so I know I make jokes about the stick a lot, but I do get to roll six dice every time I hit with it. Like, it ain't bad. Um, So yeah,
0: the the ribbon uh, extends out and just wraps around the center seam of this brain as it just keeps going around until it closes in and slices the brain in half. It's called
1: the corpus callosum. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, I believed him. <laughs> <laughs> I just—I'm known to lie about neurological anatomy. Um, Sir has okay. got a foot in it.
0: Um, okay, so yes, the threats in the room have been resolved.
1: We are no longer in initiative. You know, I'll tell you, Dex. Um, like people, when people talk about mind flayers, they like shudder. But in Dex's experience, they're not that tough. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that it's because they haven't had a chance to do their big, scary things. But, man, just saying. <laughs> anyway, Dex walks to the uh, door.
3: Barrett, I'm sorry, Drakir, uh, stoops down and cuts the face tentacles off the Mind Flayer. Oh, yeah, there's uh, all this stuff. And then he braces it with his foot, and he pushes the flaming longsword down through the skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, and holds it there for a long time
0: and it smells wonderful mm-hmm.
1: yeah i forgot Drakir has like a it smells whole smells
3: like victory
1: <laughs> he has a whole like aberration ritual after he after it's we kill not, one
3: not a ritual you don't want the mind flayers to be able to retrieve its brain
1: right right okay. uh um. and then he
3: you know the, the, the other two brains are pretty thoroughly hacked up so we didn't worry about that so much
1: i do want to ask um uh, hey uh what, What is that thing? And he points to the two that I, I assume has just split down the middle cartoon style and is laying on its sides. It's called
3: an intellect devourer. They create them from the brains of lesser creatures uh, as scouts. So they, they use them as, as you would use a hound.
0: Gross. Um, yes. You would also know Drick here. That intellect devourers also have the ability. Um, they they pack kind of a one two punch in that they will incapacitate, and make their targets comatose, and then have the ability uh, to magically consume that target's brain and live in the skull of that incapacitated target. Yeah, and like
1: control the body. Like I was going to say, like like meet Dave style. Just wow. Okay, so we got a door to the north, a door to the south, and a door to the east. <laughs> Um <laughs> wow, cool. <laughs> Moving <Anyway>. on.
3: Shakira <laughs> <laughs> recounts this horrifying, <laughs> harrowing fact. Okay. Uh, so we got doors.
1: I mean, if I had known that before I saw them, I would have been terrified. No. They, they did now. That's a totally reason like that's the world that Dex grew up in. Yeah. Was things able to do that?
0: So that's not I mean, it's gross, but well, and that's what I said. Gross. That was, that
1: was a Tuesday. So um yeah, I don't think it was a Tuesday. <laughs>
3: if it was a Tuesday, Dex would not have made it here. Every Tuesday, things ate your brain. To be fair, Dex
1: has proven that he is able to get out of most bad situations <laughs> remarkably unscathed. Um, Basically, the only thing that's gotten him so far is water. So, uh, so
3: while Dex looks around the room, Dracura is going to sit down and concentrate um, and attempt to sense other aberrations within five miles of us. Um,
0: that same direction that you sense the orb,
4: mm-hmm.
0: like the fires of Gondor, as was said before, <laughs> just naturally, um, also, uh, in this room, the doors to the north and
1: the east are iron. The door to the south is stone. All right. Um is it how well lit are we talking this place is because there's a shadow creature we couldn't see things like is it getting darker as we uh, go down no or? that that thing was able to magically
0: create darkness okay, okay that okay. has now dissipated
1: so it's as well lit as any other interior room yeah. in sean yeah okay cool um i guess i should check
0: the stone door to the south is ajar oh hey y'all um
1: that door is ajar. Has that no jam in it, though. Door. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, also, I don't know what jars are, but the door's <laughs> open.
3: Uh, is that the direction of the stones?
0: Not from your last
3: ping, no.
1: But if I mean, that's one way to get to another room. You know, there's only two rooms left on this wing. We can see that and we may as well check them all. But that door is open. Do we want to just chase down whatever might be in there, or do we want to come at it from the other direction?
0: The direction of the iron door on the easterly wall is the last known
3: direction of the stones. Wait, so the door to the north is a jar? No, no, the door, door to the south. Is the south. I see. I was going to say, because according to the map that we have, apparently have access to, the door to the north goes the exact same place as the door to the...
1: Right, it's just a longer walk. Yeah. Um so what i'm asking is how much of a ruckus did we cause with that last fight like it was loud if there's yeah. somebody in the next room they know somebody's in the yeah yeah
0: the wailing has gotten louder
1: oh right there's all the wailing i still think... i still think it's just it's, it's
3: a real ecological tragedy you son of a <laughs> <laughs> there's all the
1: wailing it's all the wailing yeah, gotta do something there's about poor it, man. whales. I still think The Wailing is just a haunted house CD that he's put down there to scare people. <laughs> you hear Monster Mash begin faintly playing somewhere in the distance. It's like the monkey sounds. At... Never mind. That's <laughs> going way too far afield. <laughs> I'll tell you guys later <laughs> about the monkey sounds at school. Um, where, where are we going, guys? Do we go through the ajar door? Let's call it open. Let's Barrett, say.
3: It's... Barrett goes
1: over and looks through the door. Okay. Dex Dex walks with him because looking through that door barra use your special eyes um
0: you see um <clears throat> what seems to be a fairly simple looking stone table in the center with a small um, sacrifice ped, like display pedestal on the table that is empty and it seems that there was something um of like a Octagonal shape that occupied this pedestal. Um, based on it, there seems to be a cutout where this thing would rest on the pedestal, I and see. it is gone.
3: And there's nothing else in the room? That's it. Uh, there's an empty display case here. Uh, so, presumably, oh, Peric walks over and he searches the Mind Flayer's body. You find on the Mind Flayer. <laughs>
1: Sure, 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 sure. Good thinking.
0: Um what Barrick would know as a schema. Ah. Uh
1: Dex says Dex is often the Jeff surrogate. Dex <laughs> Dex says uh hey, what's that thing? It's a schema. <laughs> Because
3: everyone knows what a schema is. That's what that's Barrick's assumption. It's uh, just the it's it's you know.
1: Okay, okay then. then.
3: Barrick forgets. Barrick forgets that you're not from the continent.
1: Yeah, I'm not. So, so what Dex does is Dex denies Barrick the chance to be a know-it-all and goes gross and walks off. To the, he says, okay, we yeah. got a door to the north and a door to the east.
3: <laughs> There's not really anything I can do, not being an artificer, to identify the function of this schema, is there?
1: No. Okay, hey.
3: Beric's hey. going to go put it back.
1: Okay. So, I mean, Dex sees this and puts it together that this mind player is just down here looting as well, apparently. Uh, not that I just... should tell you, there are many more of them. Wait. Many more mind flayers or schemas, uh, aberrations. Here in here in the joint, right? Because they opened a door to hell accidentally. I forgot about that part in the no-no room. Language, Kyber. Uh, oh, that was that was definitely Jeff talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know it gets muddy sometimes. <laughs> they opened a door to Kyber. Um. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, we want to
2: go check out the room. We got one room left.
1: Let's go find our stones. The door there. I check it for traps. The easterly door. No reason to walk the long hallway. Give me a roll. Yeah, that's 20 something. There are no traps that you can see. Is it
0: locked? It is not locked, but it is stuck.
1: Okay. Um, what what is it made of?
0: Iron. Looking at the hinges, there's like rust starting to form. It seems like this door actually has not been opened in quite some
3: time.
1: Was it Beric or Drakir? They just melted that one door that one time that we needed to have
3: it. I think it was Beric.
1: Yeah. So. Um,
3: oh. Oh. Like actually melted. Drakir melted a lock off for us one time with his sword.
1: What was what was the thing we did with the doors? The
3: I blasted one down okay. with Eldritch Blast. Um. I mean, there is another way into this room. So if we just can't get this door open, go around the
2: other way. Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't.
3: <laughs> uh, so I mean, seeing that it's stuck and having long experience with how not strong we are as a party, uh, Barrett goes and pokes his head through the north door. Okay. What? What do I see? Well, I guess, is the door open at all? It was not open. Okay. Well, if I can't just poke my head through it, then I guess I... No, you can open the door. Uh, now I'll wait for our trap person. <laughs> i really
4: sorry.
0: Okay. I was like, I just really need to hear you say, I open the
3: door. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, uh, so that everything so, is above board. So since the door is stuck... Do you want to try the north door, which will also take us to that room?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking.
3: So, check that one, I guess.
1: I go and I check the north door for traps. Checking for traps, 17. Wait, yeah, 17. There are no traps that you can detect. Is the door locked? No. What kind of
3: vault? This guy... And you got a key and everything. You can't even wait, use it. it. It's hidden, and it's really hard to get in. I, you, you're right. Why... This is classic security, a classic security problem. Once you're through the walls, it's easy to walk around.
1: Yeah, you're right. Walk- and walk <laughs> around, we do down the hall to the next door. Okay. Um, so you walk sh- down that hallway. I should have checked for traps, but I already said we're to the
0: next door. <laughs> and you reach the next door. Oh, good. And what does it look like? And how, how, how rusted are its hinges? Um, There is a wooden door at the end of this hallway.
1: Uh, My 21 wants to know if there's any traps there on that door. Your 21 tells you that there are no traps that you can find. Is it locked? No. Okay. The wailing is very loud. Sure. And we know for a fact that there is something of value in this room. So...
3: Yes, as close as close as we can know for a fact. Yes.
1: Right. Right.
2: Okay. Hold, hold. Hold. Second. Do you hear that loud wailing? Very close. Maybe in room. Yeah, it's just a speaker to scare off owls. Oh, No. Just hold. Hold. Booyah! Going to, Booyah gonna go look. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, That's a good idea. Why don't and you
2: maybe? Uh, hmm, that's gonna be scary. Booyah! Gonna do it. Go for it, man. Booyah! Walks into the ethereal plane. Okay, And walks into the next room, leaving himself enough movement to walk back out.
0: Okay, so you walk into this room, and you see <clears throat> um, a lot of stuff sitting on a lot of tables, a lot of artifacts, um, but you can't really look at any of them for very long because your eyes are immediately drawn to the source of the wailing. You see in what appears to be a glass cylinder sealed on both the top and bottom you see a figure um with its hands on the glass and it locks eyes with you and says uh, it, it says nothing it just wails
2: okay
0: and it it's pressing up against the glass and at one point you see it like bang its right hand looking at you and you, you get the sense that there's almost a a begging nature to the wailing and the gestures. Okay. How? Can
2: you you speak Booyah? You talk to me?
1: (laughs) Booyah is a language. I speak Booyah common. Can you speak Booyah? (laughs) Me talk to Booyah.
2: This Booyah, who you?
0: No Booyah.
2: No, I boo Who, You, name.
0: You. Name.
2: Try something. How long else. does this last?
0: You in the ethereal plane. It's my turn. So six sec, or less than six seconds. Okay, so, so you're we're... N- you are now back on the material plane in this room. Oh,
2: Boo would the- walk back. That out was longer
0: be... than six seconds. That exchange that we had. Booyah's like, in like in a, in a very real way that was Booyah
3: lost track of what it was doing <laughs> and Booyah was standing... turns around and on the other side of the door we just hear a <laughs> thump
0: so yes Booyah you are in this room um, with this like you kind of see the world rematerialize and realize if, what you've
1: done you notice know, every time Booyah goes to the ethereal plane there's something in the next room that can still see him <laughs>
2: I figured it might. I I figured it might be. I mean, that's kind of why I wanted (laughs) to do it.
1: Ghostly wailing. Um, Can I still see? Yes,
0: yes. You can still see this figure. Um, It's. It appears, like it's not substantial. It's wearing some bits of clothing that give it form, but like the arms that extend out and the hands, it's only like the
1: faint suggestion
0: of that shape.
1: You know, I feel like. Booyah told us that he, how long he could be on the mm-hmm. other plane, and it's been pat Dex knows it's been past that. Barak, yeah, yeah. I think we'd know. go to try to get through that door now. we ask like,
2: as they come in, Booyah. His last thing he wants to say is like, "Why trap?"
0: Okay, you all enter the room and mm-hmm. see this figure trapped in this glass cylinder, looking at Booyah, and then looks at all of you. Do
1: any of us know what it is? Well, I can't speak. About it. Do I know what this thing is? No. Okay. Um,
3: would an Arcana check be appropriate to try and know what it is?
1: Uh, I'll let you make a check. Yeah. When you say glass cylinder, I think like Tinkerbell stuck in the jar. Are we talking like <laughs> this is a huge, huge thing? Like it's of humanoid size. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. okay. Like so, you were you were with me then? It was small. Twenty
3: four. Twenty four. Is Beric's Arcana check? It's a good one. Beric has a ten in Arcana. Beric is a ten. That's also true.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tried talk, he make no sense. Um Berik, you, you have like this does not look like any magical creature you've ever heard of. This does not you, <clears throat> by benefit of your high check, you know most everything and you don't know what this is. Okay. So <clears throat> um but this thing is frantically looking around, you all see um, where the seam of the glass cylinder is. There are two seams along the side. One is hinged. And on the other side, there is some kind of metallic panel with a crystalline shard stuck into it that is glowing brightly and kind of pulsating. And you see, much like in the stones in your weapons and the red stones when they are charged, where they have that light kind of flowing throughout them. This looks similar, except the light is not flowing. There is like a fixed pattern that exists in this shard. Um,
1: and that's the only like of the shards around, like there's not like a little, that's what we were detecting when we knew there was a red red stone in here. was that thing or no. Okay.
0: Um, I would need perception checks to look about everything else. This was the obvious thing.
3: Well, I think Barak is focused on this thing. Um, Is it a dragon shard? Like, is it a kyber dragon shard?
0: Based on your arcana check, I'll let that carry over. It's a Sybaris shard.
3: Oh, interesting. Uh, So Barak goes up and he kind of starts to examine this cage thing. Um, How how big? I'm sorry. I believe you described this. I was looking at my uh, page. How big did we see this was?
0: Uh, this is a fully humanoid sized okay. figure. Um, and as you approach it begins to turn and point at the shard mm-hmm. and starts making like a lifting motion.
3: Uh, Rex says, what, what are you?
0: You. Me. And it puts its hand up on the glass and kind of asks and gestures for you to do the same.
3: Okay, so I'm going to say Beric is wearing gloves, but he does this.
0: Um, it it kind of shakes its head and makes a gesture to pull off the glove. Me me, no talk <sighs> booyah.
3: Alright. I'm going to leave very obvious markers of my presence here. There, there are gloves. dead people in the next
1: <laughs> room. There's grain everywhere.
0: The ship's sailed. <laughs> <laughs> There's pieces of a mind flare
3: all over a room. <laughs> There's a limited number of people who leave black handprints on things Barak puts his hand on the glass um,
0: Berek, you all of a sudden feel not in the same way that like something's invading your mind, but you feel almost like a communication telepathically mm-hmm. and it only lasts a split second from the outside view like they touch hands and then immediately part. Um, oh, so you probably didn't leave a mark. But, Beric, you have, in a moment, experienced this entire thing's life, which you remark as not being very long. It's okay. only been about alive for about six months. But it is now able to... It says... Oh, I'm sorry, I I can't communicate without a language. Um, Beric Rowan, I don't have a name to answer the question that a lot of people have been asking both in individual and kind. Um, you, you can recall the moment of this thing's birth and what you see is startling. Um, you see Merrick's to Kenneth, um, staring astonished, like you're viewing this from its point of view. Um, you see Maris de Kenneth astonishingly staring at you, and you also see a metallic figure stand up off of a work table and also look at you. You, as Beric Rowan, would recognize this as a war forged. Um, and you see a large piece of machinery that looks like a creation forge. Um, but then, just very quickly brushing over, um, you feel confusion and then trust towards this figure that is your creator. And you see that shortly after its birth it was placed in this glass cylinder and left here. Um, since about that time.
3: So I see Merricks, I see a warforge sit up on a table. And then it's placed in the jar.
0: And the war the warforge was at, on a table attached to a creation forge.
3: Right. And this thing seemed to be on the same table.
0: No, this, you were floating in the air when
1: kind of you awoken from this point of view. Interesting. Yeah, I know you, I know you did already, but this thing that we're looking at, like physical description, like, is it cool? Is it opaque? Is it or so, translucent? Is it corporeal? Is it, um, it does it look like a human. It is. Um, why it, didn't you draw it? <laughs> Um,
0: it is not human in really any sense of the word. Um, its it's face, its face lacks features. Um,
1: you can see eyes, though, that glow a bright blue. Um, Remember that episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns is glowing out in the woods going, I bring you peace. Does it look like that? <laughs> no. no. Okay, fine, but there are going to be people that like that reference.
0: <laughs> 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 um, but you see most of its form is made up of like bright blue energy. Um, okay. <clears throat> that, okay, all of you give me, um, uh, all of you that wish to, and it would make sense, give me Arcana checks. Drakir is not eligible.
1: 20, uh, uh, 28 for Barrett. I mean, it doesn't make sense for Dex to do it outside of the just general curiosity that he likes to know what these things are when he sees them. And ooh, ooh what? Really? I just rolled a 22
2: and 20 for Booyah.
1: This knife helped me out. Otherwise I would not have rolled the 22. Oh wait, you know what? That's saving throws. I apologize. 20. One. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: Barak, you, after a moment of looking at this thing and examining, examining it, recognize that it's the exact same, like the, the magical energy that like makes up this thing. Um, by the way, Drakir has a hard time looking at this thing because it's pure magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's like, if there was a Crayola set in Eberron, this would be Dragon Mark Blue. Hmm. Like, it is the kind of, what has become known as the iconic color of non-aberrant Dragon Marks.
1: Hmm. Okay, here's the thing. Dex doesn't know what this is, isn't going to just free it, let Beric talk to it, I'm looking around the room for the thing Rain here for. Okay. Uh, I mean, if Beric would hazard a guess, is it
3: a living spell? Beric would have, I mean, I assume with Beric's arcana, he would have heard of this, these things in the Mornland. They're just created by rogue magic.
0: Yeah, it's not the same thing. Um, okay. This thing, this thing is too self-aware to really be okay. that this seems to possess a full a fully realized sentience and awareness and consciousness
1: um uh, do, do what you were doing Jeff I'm yeah. thinking, I need to think <laughs> so I would like to just look around the room at everything else that's in here okay so you see um oh, okay I don't need to roll I guess I well I
0: what did you roll I rolled just, a 27 okay um, so, you see just tables stacked with artifacts um, that seem to be of some import, you would guess. Um, there's a lot of, like, warforged components and things like that. Um, but you almost immediately, your eyes fall to a glass case containing two
1: bright red stones. Okay. Um, I want to... I need to check the table for... Indiana Jones weight traps. Okay. Uh, 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 18.
0: There are no traps that that you can detect. Okay. Also, Drakir, you have a hard time finding a place to look because there's just a lot of magic going on in this room.
3: Actually, uh, what Drakir will do um, is Drakir, uh, unable to handle this anymore, uh, closes his eyes for a minute and reaches in and wraps the Umbra around himself so that his form suddenly becomes kind of indistinct and shadowy. Uh, and the lighting within five feet of him uh, lowers to dim lighting uh, so that he can see. Okay. Uh, and then he um, rolls a 17 perception check to examine
1: the the, the, the stuff in the room. Okay. All right, um, I'm going to with no shame. There were no weight-based traps because I have a sack full of grain, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but not actually not full of grain. Um, I'm I say substantially full not enough. Full of grain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm throwing the stones in my my sack, and okay. You, and, as soon as you touch the stones, well,
0: yeah, go ahead, rut row. Um, along the upper portion of the wall, you see some stone fall away, and uh, on each of the walls, north, south, east, and west, uh, kind of centered in the room. And you see um, four flaming skulls shoot out of the walls and all turn and lock eyes on decks. End of episode.
1: <sighs> okay, was this because I specifically said weight-based traps or was it just really high DC? Um, it, It's magical traps, okay. which
0: is a different thing. Okay. So. Uh, Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. We would love to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of all of his music. You can find it over at Incompetech.com. If you want to be a part of the conversation, head on over to the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. We are also on Twitter and Instagram. And if you like what we do and would like to be a part of our happy little community over on Patreon, you can join us at patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon. Once again, I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And we'll see you next time.
2: Hooray!